Welcome to the latest Athletes Unfiltered podcast. I'm Ryan McNeil. I have a fun chat with Rodney Pryor, an NBA G League player who played in Toronto for the G League team last season, I believe. Came across him. We've been friends on Twitter, talking back and forth. And I'm excited about sharing my chat with him about how he deals with adversity, the life of an NBA G League player, and about being a newlywed. So a really fun chat that I have with Rodney Pryor that I think you're going to like as well. Let's get started with college, I guess. I believe you had three years at a JUCO, then two or three at Robert Morris, and then one at Georgetown. Am I correct so far? Yes. So when three at Juco, two at Robert, one at Georgetown. Perfect. Okay, so when you're a third year at Juco, are you starting to kind of get frustrated with the process, kind of doubt the process? Where were you at that point? Uh, uh, my third year was pretty interesting because I was injured two years back to back. So both years were kind of like a reset mindset wise, like trying to get back my, trying to get my mind back right and my life back right, you know, just cause I've never been hurt before. And now here I am with two back to back, you know, season ending injuries. So, um, at that point I was just, you know, waiting for, just praying for opportunity just because I wasn't able to showcase myself in the time being at junior college. Now, when you got to Robert Morris, you, you had solid success. Then you ended up at Georgetown. How did your faith kind of help you through those back-to-back injuries? And how did it help you get to the point where you're at Georgetown and you think you're averaging, what, almost 20 points a game in the Big East? How how did your faith kind of help you through the adversity of those back-to-back injuries? Uh, It was monumental. So at the time, you know, I grew up in the church. Uh, My mom always took me to church, so... um, you know, and I got saved around 15, 16 years of age. And I just kind of really didn't devote and surrender my life all the way. I was kind of one foot in, one foot out. And um, when I got to college, just backsliding a lot, just living in sin, indulging in it. And I put basketball on a pedestal that I was before God. And I think my injuries gave me a chance to realize that. It gave me a chance to really put life in perspective and and kind of see where I was at with my faith and my relationship with the Lord. And after my first injury, I broke my foot. And at that time, I'm like, all right, my mindset was really just use God to get back on the court. So I like, basically here I am thinking I'm manipulating God. And it's crazy how faithful he was still to me, even in my unfaithfulness. And uh, so I basically like started going back to church, started reading my word, you know, started praying. And I had a tremendous summer. Um, I was able to get into the JUCO Top 100 camp. I played extremely well, was receiving lots of interest from D1 schools going into my third year of junior college. <clears throat> and I kind of went right back into backsliding and, and indulging in a sin again. And the first day of my third year at junior college, first practice, I tear my ACL at the end of practice. And at that time, after I got surgery, you know, I, I stayed at my host family's house 
because I was uh, bed rest for a while. And it was just one night, you know, I just burst into tears. And in that moment was when I told God that I'll serve him no matter if I play basketball or not. And that gave me so much peace and clarity. Uh, it just gave me direction. So now I had a purpose. I had a calling. And I was able to use basketball as a platform instead of putting it as an idol. And when I was able to receive that piece is kind of when uh, my career took off. Now, I have a, a tattoo on my arm, and, and it's a whole sleeve. And one of them is Noah, uh, sorry, Jonah, Jonah and the whale. And because I find I'm always fighting God, and I'm like, ah, and he's always spitting me out of the whale. And for mm-hmm. you, was that kind of just that final, okay, I'm done fighting God. I'm done doing my own thing. I know what I have to do at this point. Yeah, definitely. Um, Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you're living in sin, you kind of look at Scripture as like a bunch of rules and it's basically keeping you from life. And (laughs) when I was finally able to fully surrender, I saw the Scriptures for what it was and how beautiful it was and how much life it truly gives you. So, yeah, and, you know, a lot of adversity gave me a chance to see that because you know a lot of times you like life could have been good for me I could have not have gotten injured and went to uh, a bigger school right after JUCO and you know went pro right away at a young age and kind of just been adrift but when all that stuff started to happen it gave me aim it gave me you know perspective and it gave me a chance to kind of see everything in its uh, full totality I think it was a sports spectrum podcast. You were on there and you're talking about you preached a sermon. Was that at Robert Morris? Was that at Georgetown? When did you preach? And what do you remember what the what the theme or the subject of that sermon was? And who from your family was there to hear you preach? Oh, so I started preaching when I got to Robert Morris. So uh and I, I've uh, preached at my church back at home uh, a, a few times, probably seven or eight times now. But my first ever sermon that I preached on was um, when the Israelites were uh, in their 40-year journey in the wilderness, and everyone from my hometown came out um, to support me and, you know, come listen to God's message. And, you know, being an athlete and having a different kind of perspective of you know everything I think a lot of people came for that reason too so um, my pastor just asked me because my mom used to always tell me you're going to be a pastor you're going to be a pastor and you're going to be a preacher and I'm just like no I'm not no I'm not and um, it was funny like after that happened and he gave me a chance to speak at the church um, I kind of just I really liked it I enjoyed it you know God really convicted me and then once you really start preaching God's word, you you, you want to be able to abide by it. So it's a really good experience. Now, you had a great final season at Georgetown. You're probably feeling really comfortable going into the NBA draft and such. You've bounced around... Uh, uh, SFL. I'm trying to figure out what that's short form for. Oh, uh, the Sioux Falls... And then you had mm-hmm. you're in Toronto, I believe, one or two seasons ago. Now you're in Salt Lake mm-hmm. City. As you're chasing this 
NBA dream, how are you able to enjoy the process and, and the struggle of being a, a G League player for the past one, two, three seasons? That's a good question. Yeah, you know, in the flesh, it's tough. You know, when I'm thinking from just a basketball perspective, you know, with the momentum I had coming out of Georgetown, with my talents, with my athleticism, you know, with my character and the way I play the game, I definitely feel like the opportunity should have arrived. You know, and then you see other guys getting their chance and opportunity, and that's amazing. But, you know, at the same time, as a competitor, you're like, man, I really wish, like, this was me. And then when I go, you know, from a spiritual standpoint and, and knowing that God is in authority, I just remember that, you know, he does have what's best for me at heart. So the fact that I'm not there is God's plan. But that doesn't give me the right to, you know, be lazy or use that as an excuse. So it gives me peace to keep grinding, to keep pushing, because, you know, James one talks about trials and tribulations, you know, build character. And that's the ultimate, you know, aim of life is, you know, living a life of life that's pleasing to the Lord. So using this opportunity now, I'm able to see it from a standpoint of, you know, being a light for other people that, you know, feel like they're not getting an opportunity or feel like they're being overlooked and showing that you can still love this game and you can still play at a high level and work hard and not let it discourage you. You talked about how these injuries and stuff with basketball has helped you grow when you're in college. Over the past few seasons of playing in the G League, how do you feel you've grown on and or off the basketball court? On the basketball court, you know, playing with guys at such a high level of talent, you know, you learn how to pick the game apart from a mental standpoint, watching film, you know, seeing how to tag guys' uh, feet or different angles on the floor. Um, So... You know, you just get better because everyone around you is really good on the basketball court. And then off the court, you know, just being a pro, you know, coming in, putting in your work, putting in your hours with film, um, and just not making excuses. I think it's the, uh, the best thing that I could have done. Because, you know, playing at such a high level and then you come to the G and it's kind of just been a grind and not really getting that, you know, true opportunity yet. You can easily fall into excuses, get lazy, stop going to the gym. So once your opportunity arises, you may not be ready for it. So off the court, just built endurance of not, you know, indulging and making excuses and just putting your hard hat on every day and coming in and putting in your work. All right. I have one final question for you. I, I hope you like it. If you don't want to answer it, I totally understand. But I think it's going to get lead to a really good answer. So I'm going to throw you a question. As a newly married man, when you have your wife and, and your partner with you, how does that help you grow in your faith? How does that help you being in a G League and being close to your dream but kind of far from at the same time? How does being a newly married man, how does having a wife help you in your struggles? And, and how does it help you grow, I guess I'm trying to get at? It's a great question. You know, finding, you know, the, the scripture in Genesis talks about when God made Adam, he didn't want to be alone, so he took his rib 
and made woman out of Adam. So finding my rib has been, you know, everything. And the way the scripture talks about marriage has just been incredible learning about it through our premarital counseling. And, you know, loving your wife as Jesus loved the church and giving yourself a chance to really see you know, God in his full form because that's what Christ meant to the church. And now that's what me and my uh, my fiance, soon to be wife, Ariel, means to me now. So we gave ourselves a chance to be one in the body. And that's the same way you want to be one in the body with Christ as a church. And when you learn the biblical principles behind it, it gives you so much peace and clarity. And now, like, she's my rib. So, you know, life is you get way more perspective now and not from just a flesh standpoint. So in the game of basketball, you know, the dream is the NBA and the push is the NBA, but the ultimate goal in my life is to be a life for Christ. And now being married gives me that full chance to be a full life in the way that me and Ariel live out our, um, our marriage together. And just through the game of basketball, having her there, you know, having her support you and and you and you're loving her. It just you know, you go from external to internal values versus and what I mean by that is it doesn't matter if I have a bad or good game. It doesn't matter if I missed a shot or made a shot. It doesn't matter if I haven't got my opportunity or if I do get my opportunity because now I know what my purpose is. And now with me knowing what my purpose is it gives me peace and clarity through all that I do in this world. So, you know, I'm so thankful for Ariel coming into my life and God giving us a chance to be a light for his kingdom. Hey, thank you for joining today. I really appreciate that. I know that NBA 10 days start on January 5th. I hope that you're able to get your first NBA uh, 10 day in the next few months. That would be awesome. (laughs) That is a wrap for my chat with Ronnie. That's a wrap for my chat with Ronnie. I hope you like it. I'm assuming if you've gotten this far, you're a fan of these kind of chats and interviews. So if you're on iTunes, please rate, review, subscribe, or whatever podcast app you listen to this on right now, please subscribe or follow. Also, friendly reminder, if you do a screen grab of this podcast, showing that you're listening to it, post that photo on our Twitter account, at Podcast Athletes. I'm going to pick one winner at the end of this month to give away all of my ad revenue. So if you want my money, do a screen grab of this podcast showing you listen to it. Tweet it to me at Podcast Athletes and I will pick one lucky winner at the end of every month of 2020. As always, thanks for listening.